Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Dad's Beards Nerds News for January 13th, 2021. The semi-daily news that even plants crave in Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Tommy, and I'll be your host for today. That being said, let's jump into the news. First story for today, Open World Star Wars Game in Development at Ubisoft by Matt T.M. Kim of IGN. Ubisoft is working on a story-driven open world Star Wars game with Lucasfilm Games. The division developer, Ubisoft Massive, will develop the new game. According to Ubisoft CEO Yves Gilmont, it will mark the start of a long-term collaboration with Disney. No other gameplay details have been announced, and Massive is actively recruiting for the project. The game will utilize the Snowdrop engine used for the studio's Division games and the Division 2 director, Julian Gurgitty, sorry if I butchered that, will direct this project. No indication has been given as to whether Massive's Star Wars game will be single-player or multiplayer, what part of the Star Wars timeline it would be a part of, or when it might be released. Ubisoft CEO did give a small detail to Wired saying the game will be an original Star Wars adventure that is different from anything that has been done before. Lucasfilm also told Wired that all Star Wars games would continue to be treated as canon alongside film, TV, book, and comic releases. This is all sorts of hype. Another Star Wars game? And it's being made by Massive? And this shows that Lucasfilms is going to license out the game rights instead of sticking to one dev like they did with the EA deal? And I think that's the right call. EA has already confirmed that they're continuing to make Star Wars games, and Ubisoft being in the fold is just perfect. They crush it with open-world single-player games. Just please don't add loot massive. And also, can I get this in the High Republic? That would be pretty cool. That era just launched with the new book, and seeing that in an, in a gameplay, in a video game, excuse me, would be really, really cool in my opinion. Next story for today. Bethesda announces Indiana Jones game. Yesterday, Bethesda announced a new game revolving around Lucasfilm's Indiana Jones that's being developed by Machine Games and being produced by Todd Howard. We don't know anything else about the game, except that it's in partnership with the newly founded Lucasfilm Games. I'm excited to see more about this project, and I know there's a lot of speculation if this will be an Xbox exclusive, and my guess is it won't be. The Microsoft deal hasn't even taken over yet, and Phil Spencer has stated multiple times that they aren't fully committing to making all, Mike, all Bethesda games exclusive. But we know one thing, it'll probably be on Game Pass Day 1, so sign me up for that. Next up, Pokemon is working with Katy Perry for its 25th anniversary by Wesley LeBlanc. The Pokemon Company and pop star Katy Perry are collaborating for Pokemon's 25th anniversary this year. 2021 marks the 25th birthday of the original game's release in 1996, and the Pokemon Company is looking to celebrate that anniversary in a big way, starting with Katy Perry, according to the press release from the company. The company plans to unify Pokemon with another universal unifying force in the form of music, and that musical collaboration will be headlined by Katy Perry. Headlined by pop icon Katy Perry, the star-studded program 
created in partnership with Universal Music Group, the world leader in music-based entertainment, accompanies fan-focused activation celebrating 25 years of Pokemon across the franchise's portfolio of video games, mobile apps, animation, merchandise, and more, the press release reads. The Pokemon Company is working on is working with some of the biggest names in music, from rising artists to award-winning global superstars, from a program titled P25 Music. Katy Perry will serve as the premier collaborator in a massive year-long campaign. The vice president of marketing at the Pokemon Company International, Colin Palmer, said the company chose Katy Perry to serve as the headliner for P25 Music, because it sees a kindred spirit to Pokemon in her, as the singer is bright, fun, and uplifting, much like the world of Pokemon. Pokemon has been a consistent in my life from playing the original video games on my Game Boy, to trading Pokemon cards at lunch, to adventures of catching Pokemon on the street with Pokemon Go, the singer said. I even visited the Pokemon Cafe while on tour, and it is an honor to be chosen to help celebrate the franchise that has given me so much joy in the last 25 years, and to be able to watch it evolve in the world it has provided that kind of electric joy for kids in my li life and around the world. The Pokemon Company says details about the singer's participation and additional artists for the P25 music program will be announced throughout the year. I can easily say this is not at all what I was expecting to read today. I guess that a way to celebrate Pokemon's 25th anniversary is to partner with one of the biggest pop stars in the world? It's just kind of weird to me. I'm sure that this isn't the only thing that they have planned for Pokemon this year. Like, come on, Pokemon Snap has got a release? Like, right? We, we gotta see that this year. And maybe even a new gen or a remake to an older generation? I don't know, but knowing that they're starting off with some sort of anniversary plans is pretty awesome to me. And our next story for today, Hogwarts Legacy delayed into 2022. Warner Brothers and Avalanche have delayed the upcoming game Hogwarts Legacy into 2022, saying on Twitter, we would like to thank fans from around the world on the tremendous reaction to the announcement of Hogwarts Legacy from our Port Key Games label, creating the best possible experience for all the Wizarding World and gaming fans is paramount to us. So we are giving the game the time it needs. Hogwarts Legacy will be released in 2022. This is probably the least surprising thing I've seen in a while. We pretty much knew nothing about this game in the actual announcement, and with the pandemic changing how developers have worked for the past year, there's no way this was realistically coming out this year. And our final story for today. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, updated for next-gen consoles, by Matt Perslow of IGN. EA and developer Respawn have issued a patch for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order that updates the game for next-gen consoles. While it's not a next-gen version of the game, doesn't add any new features or tech, the patch does allow PS4 and Xbox One versions of Fallen Order to make use of the significantly more powerful console hardware. The next-gen optimization update improves Fallen Order's frame rate, dynamic resolution ranges, and post-processing resolution, although the changes do depend on what hardware you're running. For the Xbox Series S, 
the only changes frame rate, which has been increased from 45 frames a second to 60. On Xbox Series X, the performance mode now hits 60 frames per second, and the dynamic resolution can scale between 1080p and 1440p. On normal mode, the post-processing has been increased to 4K resolution, and the dynamic resolution can range between 512p and 2160p. Over on PlayStation 5, the frame rate has been increased from 45 to 65, to 60, excuse me. Unlike the Xbox version, there are no performance, normal or performance modes. Instead, post-processing set at 1440p and dynamic scaling has been disabled in, form, in favor of a locked render resolution at 1200p. Previously, the game scaled between 810p and 1080p. Look, Fallen Order is such a good game, and I'm glad to see it get updated so it runs better and looks better. If you haven't played it yet, for sure play it, especially if you have a next-gen console and can play with these upgrades. And that's it for the news today. Thanks for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via support this podcast button with a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 a month. Or you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com/dadsbeardsnerds. Follow us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast. Check out our Twitter bio to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community or follow us on twitch.tv/dadsbeardsnerds.